Cheers, man. Cheers. Hey, what a great episode. That was good. Yeah? Did you have fun? Uh, I'm just a mobile detailer. You're just a mobile detailer. That's it. We learn that, um, you know, there are just mobile detailers. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, no big deal. Quote, unquote, Ashley West, just a mobile detailer. Hey, thanks for crushing my spirits today. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. You could have been worse. Hey, I, you're right. You're right. You made the cut of just being a mobile detailer. Hmm. Anyway, hey guys, uh, the super fun episode. We uh, we had Ashley West and our boyfriend Nick on. Uh, Nick is a beer connoisseur, works at uh, different uh, uh, breweries, and so they sent us brewery beers from Green Fresh and Alpine Brewery. We had some very good IPAs. DJ was in heaven or Nirvana. We hadn't decided. I don't know which one's better. You know why? Probably Nirvana because <laughs> heaven they don't drink beer. Uh, uh, really? Yeah. Just wine? I mean, they're like spirits or something. Do they drink anything? I would hope so. I'm not trying to die in him soon. You're not? Nope. <sighs> I was going to say go and tell us and come back and tell us of all the great beers they have. I'm all right. Okay. Hey, so – Anyway, Ashley West, who is the daughter of Chris West, if you have been at any shows and seen a guy walking around with sunglasses and a big giant gray beard, that would be Chris West. A lot That's of times him. he's in, he's got that like totally California look. He's got the, the beads. He's got the necklace. It's a lot of hemp. Like he is who you would identify as like a 1960s and 70s hippie Yeah, to me. Sure. I look at him, I go, bro, you you were a hippie, weren't you? Like, But super talented guy. He created Solution Finish, um, was in construction, and uh, then created in his own, I think his own garage, created Solution Finish, which is a bumper restore. DJs used it. I've used it. Great product. And so we had them on to talk about the, the uh, beers that they sent us, as well as Solution Finish, what it does for the industry. DJ gives us a lot of insight in different ways that detailers will use products to cover versus actually restore. Yep. 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 Hey, and uh, we announce and continue to discuss Mobile Tech. Mobile Tech Expo. I feel like that uh, Pint Night Late Vegas scene was like just yesterday. Man, it was it was it, it was like yesterday, month and a half ago. So I'm super excited for this next. I think we might have a bigger turnout. I think uh, people better hurry up and get uh, registered, yeah. and they need to make sure to plan and be Friday night, eight to eleven. Are you going to be there? Oh, I'll be there. Yeah. You'll be there. I'll be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we should have a good turnout. It'd be a lot of fun. Um, Orlando Brewing is going to be bringing three beers. We also have some uh, swag they're going to hand out and a rep. So a lot of fun. Grab more info. Uh, hit up DJ at DJ Patterson. On Instagram. And he will give you more info. Hey, guys, thanks as always for listening. Please, please do us a favor. Leave us a review and hit that little button where you subscribe. So. That uh, continues to grow the podcast, and we will continue to give you a lot of great content as well as be entertaining. 
we'll do our absolute best. DJ is ready to go to bed. It is late, and he's had way too many IPAs. Hey, good thing I'm home. Good thing you're home. Good thing I'm home. You are. Hey, guys, thanks as always. Make it a great night. That was my line. That was your line. That was your line, but I take it. Yeah, well. Whatever. All right, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. We are in the Casa de DJ. What up? <laughs> welcome to my house, Marty. Yeah, so wonderful. A little late night podcast because we have some special guests on from Cali. What's up, guys? <laughs> What's up? All right. So who we got on tonight? You have Ashley West with Solution Finish from HB California. And you have Nicholas Liggery from Green Flash Brewing and Alpine Beer Company from uh, Orange County, California. Awesome. Awesome. Sure. Thank, thank you guys for coming on. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for inviting us. And you guys sent us some really great beers. Super excited. I always now, love the guests that send us beer. Oh, isn't that the best? The best guests. Yeah. We so, are beer people. It's funny. I think the guests that have sent us all been from California. That is uh, <laughs> all, all West Coast. They were Seattle. Oh, that's right. No, yeah, that's all, right. We had Seattle. All, all West Coast, uh, but then we had some. We had, no, we had some. Of, we had some uh, California beers. Eight oh five. Who was the guy that sent the that one? Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It was. It was really good beers. Let's crank this open. You wanted to start with the duet. I was thinking the Alpine duet would be a good one to start with. Cool. So now, Nick, this is this is a brewery that you work with. Yeah, so uh, my name is Nicholas. I work for Alpine Beer Company, and I also work for Green Flash Brewing Company. So uh, I represent both breweries out here in Orange County, California. I'm a district sales manager, um, and we had the you know the the awesome opportunity to be able to meet in Las Vegas last month at the Seema Convention. That's how we kind of got um, kind of put together, and it was really nice to meet you guys out there. And you know the fact that. My girlfriend and I are kind of like a nice little duo between the uh, the detail world and the beer world. It's uh, it was kind of fun to kind of put us all together in one little podcast here. It made sense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We met you guys out at uh, Rennie's event. Uh, that would have been on what Wednesday night. Uh, we were. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, the room, room, the Mirage. Yeah. Uh, do you are you guys um, cigar smokers too? Oh, no. No? <laughs> no. <laughs> Depends on what's wrapped inside. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can, I can wrap you up a $70 cigar out here in California if you'd like, and uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, sounds like a plane trip is, uh, is in store. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. All right. So we're going to crack open. Uh, we, we've poured out the duet. So tell us about the duet. Duet. So you have Alpine Beer Company. These guys are based out of uh, East San Diego County, about 25 miles east of of uh, downtown San Diego. They specialize in hoppy beers. So, so it's two, over eight years. The duet is a, a 7% single IPA, uh, 41 IBUs, and this is featuring the Simcoe and Amarillo hops in the duet. So this is our uh, our best-selling beer on the Al- Alpine side. Um, it, it is a great beer. Yeah, I can see why. It's not 
you get that hint of hoppy, but it goes away pretty quick. The bitterness doesn't hang out there. Is that yeah. because of the low IBUs? Yeah, exactly. So 41 IBUs, you know, it's got a really nice hoppy presence to it, but it kind of leave, leaves your palate away, uh, or it leaves the palate kind of, uh, you know, it, it doesn't bother too much. It's not super, super crazy, uh, but it's got a nice hop forwardness to it, um, and then just kind of palatable. It's definitely palatable. I mean, I, DJ, I mean, what do you do? You, you know, we joke with DJ about it. he likes the, the IPAs because why? Well, the alcohol content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alcohol is good, man. That's right. But, I mean, do you generally like hop? I don't think you, you're not a hoppy guy, though. Uh, not necessarily, no. I mean, I will. I'll do like one or two if, I'm, if I want to get a good buzz going pretty quick. Um, but, no, I don't typically – steer towards the uh, ipas for just general consumption all the time but this one i could drink this is not overly powering yeah it's like IPA. A, yeah for sure now dj we do have a double that we sent you that's gonna be the third beer that we're taking oh i can't wait <laughs> could be up your alley yeah, a little bit go. more malty a little bit yeah um for some reason i feel like the non-ipa drinkers like the doubles Really? So the uh, yeah, I, actually, that's actually pretty accurate. Why? It's more, it's more malt, you know. You kind of get more body, um, and obviously, if you like that ABV, then that's there. Yeah. So Nick, I mean, so why help us understand between a single and a double? Like, what what's the difference between them? So I mean, you're going to talk about the, the the main differentiation is going to be in the alcohol content. So your ABV is going to be the main. You know, if you have something coming in between six to seven and a half percent, it should be typically coming in as a single IPA. Most double IPAs are going to be double the hops, which also transfers into a more high, a higher ABV beer. So seven, something between seven and eight percent, eight and a half is going to start pushing towards a double IPA. So, so know, help, help a lot of the. Help break that down for us. Why, why adding more hops creates more, um, more alcohol? Uh, well, adding more hops doesn't necessarily mean more alcohol. Adding more sugar is going to – because adding more sugar is going to add more fermentation process, right? So the yeast needs to ferment to make more alcohol. So hops, you're, you're putting hops into a beer that's going to translate to more, more, more fermentation with it and you can add more sugars and adjuncts to, to get that ABV up a little higher. Um, that's, that's, that's kind of what's going to push something towards a, a higher ABV. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I think they do, they use more ingredients. Is that always the double part? Is that why they just add more and then you got like triple IPA. They put just more, uh, more malt, more ingredients into it or what? Uh, in, in a sense. Yes. You know, you're, you're adding twice the hops, triple the hops, you know, but you need to balance that out with other ingredients to make sure that that's a balancing uh, recipe, you know, on the, on the malt side. Okay, cool. Cool. I like it. Um, so we wanted to definitely um, talk about, we had, we, you know, we met and I thought, like you said, I think it was a great thing to have you guys come on. We could talk both the beer plus the detailing. Um, we want to definitely talk about, you know, Ashley, what you guys do over there at Solution Finish. 
so tell us tell us a little background. Um, I know DJ and I have both used it. We sell it out at Tulsa, uh, uh, you know, in Tulsa. DJ's used it plenty of times. Um, you know, tell us about the company, how it got started. Tell us, you know, give us your background story. Awesome. Yeah, I really appreciate the support, guys. Um, we are out of HB, California, born and raised, a family business. I'm working for my dad, Chris West. Um, he's been operating, I think, seven years fully, uh, a couple years of beta testing. So, I mean, really five years in full swing. Um, I've been working for my dad, I would say a little over a year and kind of pushing for that full time in the next couple months, like right after the first of the year, which is a, a big deal for both of us. You know, I mean, my dad is a one man show. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a big honor to be able to work with him. And, um, uh, so we've been, yeah, so we've been operating for a couple years now, just took, uh, 2018 IDA uh, Detailer Supplier of the Year Award last year at Mobile Tech. Yeah, which we will not be attending this year, unfortunately. For you got your award and you're done. That's, That's the way it goes. Yeah. Man. You know, they got their award and they're not coming back. I don't Jeez. think you can go anywhere from there, right? I mean, that's. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I guess not. That's a California cockiness right Jeez. there. No, no, really. It's it's just a conflict. And I do hope to be there next year. I haven't actually attended a mobile tech expo, but uh, um, yeah, huge honor to be recognized for my dad. You know, I'm so proud of him by the industry. You know, I mean. It definitely is. I mean, your dad's an unbelievable guy. I don't know him all that well just from meeting him at some different events and talking to him over the phone. Um, he is. He's a cool guy. Give us kind of a little bit of his story as far as I think I've listened to a couple little tidbits of his, you know, what me into construction and then um, part of that housing crash from what was that, like uh, seven, eight, and nine. And that's kind of what got him into trying to do something different. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. I mean, I, I, all I know is my dad as a, as a developer. My whole life, you know, I grew up on construction sites, um, sawdust and, and nails. And, you know, that was a part of my life. Uh, we did own some coin-operated car washes. Oh, cool. I and I think that that's kind of where the, the seed was planted. For my dad, it wasn't until, yeah, like you said, the crash happened and uh, everything didn't go in the direction that we were hoping for the real estate market. And my dad just started to develop this product in the garage like a mad scientist. That's what I heard, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, Wasn't there like a big kettle pot or something that he kept throwing his waste into? Yeah, almost blew up the house yeah <laughs> i remember hearing a story like didn't he have to like call his chemist friend and be like hey uh i got a problem and like because he looked over and the kettle pot was like bubbling yeah he was kind of throwing away all of his samples that um didn't were work. not making the grade and all of a sudden the edge of that uh bucket was getting extremely hot uh, smoldering, smoking, what what have you. And yeah, after he had talked to a few professionals, they had um, 
advised him to get rid of it professionally, which like my daddy just put some tape on it and then threw it into a dumpster in the back of like a Walmart or something like that. <laughs> Sounds like some Marty would do. You know, just super glue, some duct tape. Yeah. I, you know, yeah, that's. Um, I so I'm I'm pretty sure that's exactly how that went down. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do, right? <laughs> but I think that's probably the construction worker. Like, you know, my brother-in-law is in restoration. Before that, he was in home building. Like. A lot of times you do, you just, when you're building a home, there's always so much waste and they just have these big piles and you just, and they have these big dumpsters. I mean, that's just probably what he's used to. You just throw a bunch away, a lot of crap into these big, massive dumpsters. I guess so. Yeah, I think, I think they were going to ask some questions and, you know, and that was, <laughs> uh, you know, charge him for, for the things. But, um, yeah, my dad's a character, totally character. It definitely is. So do you, I guess uh, after uh, meeting your boyfriend, uh, I guess you have a thing for beards too, huh? That's awkward. That's a tap out question, man. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> an early, early question. Yeah, you, <laughs> uh, you know what? My sister asked me the same thing, and I don't see any correlation at all between my dad and my boyfriend's beards. What? Uh, <laughs> oh. Maybe the kissing of, you know, the tickles and stuff, it doesn't affect me. I know girls that are, you know, that uh, they, they love their- <laughs> <laughs> What are we talking about here? <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely a tabloid question. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, no. I, yeah, I'm I know what. Sure dad, I'm pretty sure that's why my dad likes Nick, though. Yeah, no, I I thought it was a pretty nice beard, Nick. I, I can never do that. I can never grow that far. Hey, man, it was uh, great meeting you, dude. Uh, honestly, we had a great time hanging out and uh, you know, kind of getting to each other there, there, back there in, uh, at the Mirage. And, you know, it was, it was a good time, dude. SEMA was, uh, it was a, a great time to be able to be a part of SEMA and, and invited into that world of uh, car detailing and and beyond you know what i mean like i was really my eyes were opened up to a whole new world of what's going on out there on the car scene uh you know i've been i've been a bartender for so many years and all that kind of stuff so it's it it was really cool to be kind of just brought into that side of the world and and and, uh see what you guys do yeah man definitely uh you never had any experience with cleaning cars nothing you've never done anything like that uh, no, honestly, I mean, I, you know, I, I enjoy the cars that I, uh, that I own, but, you know, like, I've never really been a, uh, a huge, like, detailing and, and that kind of enthusiast. Uh, but, you know, being with Ashley and seeing what her and her family do and stuff, it, it's really opened my eyes to a whole new side of, of that world and, and really what goes on on that side of things. And, uh, and I've been pulled in, dude. Like, I had a, such a great time, but uh, i you know, I've been uh, part of a whole new world of things. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, so uh, Ashley, give us a little bit about, like, just a little bit about your dad's story. Like, what got him into the business and, like, why create a bumper restore? Yeah, like I said, I think the seed was planted years before. And when everything kind of turned, um, my, my aunt is a detailer in Georgia. Really? That's pretty cool. 
What's her, uh, do you know what her IG, does she do IG or does she have any social? Uh, no, no. She's just a, a mobile detailer. At, just know, a mobile that, detailer. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You know DJ's a mobile detailer. He's just a mobile detailer. I apologize. Uh, podcast world out there, all my detailers out there, I did not mean it. And it just <laughs> she got her award. They got their award. They're, They're good. good. Yeah. Your dad is pretty – like, it's very impressive how much he is. Uh, how old is your dad? Do you know? I do know. I, uh, he is in his 60s. He's in his early 60s. Cool. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's good to see him as active online as he is. Well, but, yeah, he gets it. I think, I mean, some, sometimes it's a little cringeworthy, you know. My dad has a sense of humor that uh, not everybody gets. But, He's got uh, a very different sense of humor. That's true. <laughs> I love my dad. Yeah, he's he's a character. Cool. So what got you, I mean, what got you into the business? Well, did we finish the question? Did we finish your question about why uh, he started it? I don't numbers. think so. I think I think I, I chased a, a squirrel. You chased a squirrel. Honestly, you'd have to ask my dad a little bit more of like what, how the, the dots got connected and how like, you know, from A to B, from my understanding, you know, we, my dad owned coin operated car, car washes with my mom when we were kids and built them. Um, I think, uh, he's kind of always had, a an interest in the industry and when when things started to turn in his career i think that uh, he just got creative I, and i i would say that's a, a big thing for anybody that uh is entrepreneurial or business owner mindset i, I would say that's a massive deal for people you have to be creative if you have a downturn in the business that you're doing like I think you've got to start searching out new ways of growing, new ways of doing things. Because, I mean, you're talking about a guy that went from construction to detailing product. Like, that's a big flip. That's a big flip, yeah. That's a flip. But he's been very successful at it. Do you know how many times it took him to get the right formula? Uh, I mean, I would say hundreds i mean hundreds. I, th I thought it was something i thought it was something big yeah he spent a long yeah. time trying to develop and get it the right way uh yeah i mean he he was getting every kind of chemical and and mixing and and talking with all of his chemists from all over the world for quite some time to kind of get exactly what he was looking for yeah awesome so what got you into it like why you said you've been there you said a year it's been, yeah, I think a little over a year now. Um, I, uh, I mean, I've worked with my dad for years. I worked with him in development. I worked with him at our investment firm all through high school. Um, I moved into the beer industry and pursued. Um, I'm more of the the front, the front of the house aspect. Nick does sales, and I'm running tasting rooms and running breweries. So I kind of went in that direction. That's legit. And, cool. And I hit a plateau of what I felt like I could 
reach in in that industry. And um, when I was traveling Europe last year, I needed to make some extra cash and started helping out my dad with Solution Finish and really made myself valuable. And by the time I got back from my trip, uh, I had a job offer and kind of been transitioning out of the beer world ever since. Awesome. I've yeah. heard, I've heard, uh, the backpacking trip, was it a full backpacking trip or you just toured? What'd you do? Oh no, I took a 55, 55 pound bag with yep. me. Like, <laughs> yeah. I took everything I owned with me. Uh, not quite a backpacking trip. It was my best friend's 30th birthday and our 31st birthday. And we went around for a month. Ooh, hold on. We got celebration here. Uh, the Oklahoma city thunder have just now beaten the, uh, has, I think it's, 114 to 112. Sorry. Big Thunder fans. And they were losing the whole game and they finally came back and won. Sorry to interrupt football? your European what, is story. Football? Yeah, it's football. Are we talking mm -hmm. football? <laughs> yep. Yep. Oklahoma City Thunder. Oklahoma mm -hmm. City Thunder football. Football. Yep. Mm -hmm. Is this Cheers. college football? No, that's okay. uh that's our professional basketball team. We're just, we're, oh. just, we're just glad to have a professional team here in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. That's all. That's awesome. All right, so let's crack open the second beer. Uh, Nick, tell us about Windows Up. Windows Up, man. So you got a, a Alpine Brewing Company. It's a refresher. These guys are from San Diego, about 25 miles east of San Diego. Uh, Windows Up is a 7% single IPA. It's going to feature your Citra uh, and Mosaic hops at 41 IBUs. So, again, the duet and the windows up are both coming in at 7% and 41 IBUs. This one is featuring the uh, Citra Mosaic hops for windows up. And uh, a phenomenal beer. Definitely Ashley's favorite out of any of the beers that I sell between Green Flash and, uh, and Alpine. Uh, she's always going back towards that windows up. Uh, and this is going to be this is a core beer now. It's going to be a core beer next year. What does that mean? Uh, core beer? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, core is going to be like your uh, your focus beer. So for a, a, a part of your portfolio, you, have, you know, for a, for a brewery, you're going to have a top two or a top four. You're going to be the top four that you're focusing on selling, that you're focusing on moving. Brewing consistently. You know, brewing and getting out to the, getting out to the public. That's going to be a core beer. Uh, specialties will be, you know, like seasonal, something that's kind of available for a couple of months and then it's kind of gone. Those kind of go in and out. They, uh, yeah, that's, what, that, that's it. Okay. Nice. All right. Let's take a, uh, are, Ashley, you said that's what you've been drinking, huh? Uh, yeah. Before our phone call, I was cracking open the windows up and got started. Uh, it is absolutely my favorite beer about their portfolio. Um, yeah, I'm an IPA drinker, though. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, so I just sipped it. Um, I'm going to give you that. Uh, that's that's a great... I like this beer. Yes. And compare it to the duet. Like, I mean, the duet's going to be a lot more, like, dank. It's a little bit more of the like earthiness up t up front. I feel like, or you can taste the citrus in this. Okay. Can you not? I do. DJ, what do you think? <clears throat> Comparing to the last one, it's more like subtle. Yeah. Okay. 
there's no wrong answer. I mean, you can tell me that you. Yeah, DJ. There's no wrong answer. Okay. I don't know. Like, I do. Huh? Well, it was wrong, but she said that there's no wrong uh, answer. I didn't do good. Huh? No, she had to make sure that you knew there was no wrong answer. <sighs> How should I have answered that? So wrong. <laughs> so wrong. You're like, oh, this is a really stouty IPA. So I'd be like, um, okay. <laughs> no, I can definitely taste the citrus in it. Um. You know what we forgot to do, DJ? We forgot to rate that first beer. We, oh, oh, yeah. Let's yeah, go back. That's right. My bad. One to five. You're on the spot. And the DJ rates it at 3.5. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so our rating system, one to five, and it's not like, is this one to five on a, um, like, just an IPA? This is like one to five. If you were going into the liquor store or gas station or whatever, like, is this a five? You would immediately go grab it or it'd be, you know, I'm okay. I'm more like at a two. Okay. That's honest. Yeah, it is. You know, we try not to lie. Hey, man. Good. Thank you for being honest, man. Yeah, you're welcome. Really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. All right, what do you guys got? Um, One to five. I it about a, a two as well because it's definitely not my go-to. Not because I'm flavor and beer. He's saying if you're two, going to go into the grocery store, um, it would not be my first pick. Uh, windows up, I would give that. A five. <laughs> whoa, whoa! You jumped the gun. She jumped. She's like she she's going for it. She's already. She's taking over. Nice job. Nice job. So, uh, Nick, what about you? Are we talking duet? Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, between the two, I really enjoy both. I think they're both phenomenal beers, but I would go Windows Up over Duet. Um, even though if you look at numbers, which you know, me on the sales standpoint, I try to sell towards accounts, and they might. Thinking about numbers, do what sells better, but I like Windows Up. Yeah, cheers. 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 Cheers to that. Yeah. All right, so let's get into the topic for tonight. Hopefully, DJ came prepared, ready to go. Oh, yeah, totally. Super excited. Um, we wanted to kind of talk about um, different ways, because I, I, I think talking to your dad, um, you know, one of the big reasons he wanted to come out with the bumper restore and like, I'm definitely not quoting him. I'm just trying to go off of conversations I've had with him is because in the bumper restore side of auto detailing, there's so much where products just mask um, because of silicones or because of the ingredients inside other companies. And we won't go into who those other companies are. We won't even go to any of their products. Just a lot of those products will mask over a bumper and they'll make it look like it's done something with silicone or fillers or whatever. And I think your dad's uh, goal was to, you know, not use silicone to be body shop safe, to be more of a pure actual bumper restore. Is that right? That's hundred percent correct. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we are not addressing, we are not a cover. Um, we are a true and the first trim restoration product on the market. Uh, I mean, not to say that there is not a place for dressings and so forth in the industry, but uh, if you want to restore your plastic back to its uh, shop, shop, what is it, factory um, products, then solution finishes out for you yeah so let's talk about some different places dj maybe uh that a dressing would be 
a product that you would put on a bumper versus um, using solution finish where it's a complete restore? Uh, if I'm getting paid to do that type of work, I will most certainly crack open some solutions finish and restore bumper. But if I'm just doing a full detail, you know, they're not paying extra for that. They just want to look great. I'm going to slap some dressing on it and call it a day. Why? Uh, because solutions finish is, a, to me, is a specialty product. Um, you're paying for longevity and not just the immediate. So I'm going to charge for that. If I'm going to go and pay to, for a product like that, I'm going to make sure I get paid for it. Yeah, fair enough. And I would say in other parts of the industry, like um, anytime a car is going through the auction, mm -hmm. right? Going through the auction, they're probably just going to throw some dressing just to make it look good so it gets through the line. Um, a a detailer, maybe at a car dealership. Mm -hmm. Do you guys sell? Actually, that would actually be a good question. And I don't know if, you know, you said you don't know all the ins and outs. Do you guys sell a lot to dealerships or is it mostly to detailers? Uh, we are distribution based up to this point. So we've got our guys going out there and selling to detailers and to dealerships. Um, so, I mean, our, our product is everywhere except for the fact that, um, uh, yeah, I mean, like, you, you need a small amount of solution finish to do a full-size car. One ounce will do three full-size cars. So I mean we're not we're not selling in in bulk to dealerships. Um, they are like cheap dealerships. The avalanches, obviously, you know they they we have a place in that industry. Um, yeah, lots of plastic, cool. lots of oxidized plastics, yeah, vinyls, rubbers on these cars. So yeah, I mean we are in dealerships. Yeah, um, we've had success selling to Jeep dealerships. Um, we have guys that have used it and raved about it. Uh, we did some before and after photos and some 50, 50 shots that I actually sent to your dad. Um, yeah, Jeeps is a great place. Can you, do you know, can you tell us a little info on why plastics white out? What is it that causes the oxidation, how your products can help do that? Or is that too technical? No, I mean, like as, as the plastic leaves the line, it immediately starts to oxidize. It starts to lose its minerals um, within the plastic. So solution finish will penetrate back in and restore uh, the color of the plastic from a like a molecule uh, size, and then um, and then yeah, and then from from there. Um, sorry, uh, kind of got a little bit lost, but, uh, yeah, so I mean. Okay, cool. I like it. So DJ, um, thinking of in our industry, what are some different things that, that detailers are known? And it's just probably just a, uh, cause here's the reason I asked this question is because when I first heard about a bumper restore, like we've just been using tire shine or dressing mm -hmm. forever. That's yeah. just the way we handle bumpers that are a little faded. But after talking to your dad, you know, basically that silicone that is in a tire shine or a dressing, actually he said that the sun, when it hits it, it actually magnifies the sun's effects and increases the oxidation. 
They said that's why if you keep putting tire shine on a bumper and then when you wash it off, it actually will be more oxidized and a little bit more faded than before. And he said it's because of that silicone is, is a, basically it's a magnifier. Um, so, but that's just what we were used to for so long. So let's talk through some different things that you think detailers have done as far as practice wise to cover up or to, to do something on a vehicle that maybe was not just always the best way, but it's just the way we are. For sure. So like on, on vehicles, like there's things we dress or cover up like, uh, the door trim, like all the trim in the doors, the door hinges, um, like spraying dressing. Oh yeah, spraying yeah. dressing all the door hinges, spraying all the, all the uh, the door trim. The black and it makes trim. that black little cover it look amazing. better. It makes it look better. And maybe you didn't sit there and scrub every little crack, oh, but if dressing, you throw some dressing, dressing can in help there. you cover up a lot of crap in the fender wells, um, on the running boards, uh, like I said, door jams. I mean, it just. Dressing is one of those things where you're like, you got to deliver a car and it's not all the way clean. I mean, you got to, everyone so knows. So what's fender well? Like, why would somebody, why would a detailer spray dressing in a fender well? So you, we clean it first, obviously, and we spray it with dressing to give it that black look. So whenever you look at the wheel, look at the fender well, it has that dark, you know, that dark. It just makes it look better than the dull. Exactly. The dull plastic. And yeah. or maybe in case, in case not you definitely your company, oh, but, company but maybe in another place, uh, maybe just ha and got everything all the way back in there, all the way scrubbed down clean. Yeah. It definitely helps to just throw some water-based dressing up there, let that run down. Hey, man, we're just darkening the... And it darkens it to where it passes you know, inspection. Yeah, it's good. Definitely, definitely. Um, I would say another big one um, in the past that I've done, you know, of course, nobody else has ever done it. I'm the only one, but if you ever sprayed like an all purpose cleaner on the door and then maybe it, it ran a little bit, you know, those little lines that come down when you go to wipe it off. And I that cleaner no said, yeah. You've never about. done that. Have you? Absolutely yeah. not. Um, or leather seats. Sometimes you can get that. Uh, if you didn't dilute your product, right. Maybe it's too hot. Um, but those lines a lot of times can be covered up with either a leather conditioner or if you've done it on the door, you know, using a, a you know, again, a dressing is another – it's a very common thing that uh, people do. What about uh, tire shine on tires? So some guys will – I mean, I don't do this, but – Oh, no, of course not. Yeah, yeah no, I don't, I don't never. do this at all. Mm -mm. But sometimes, you know, you know, if you don't clean the tires all the way, I mean, you spray dressing on it, it looks good, right? It looks, yeah. Kind of. Well, of course it does. <laughs> uh, a lot, dressing can be used in a lot of ways to manipulate the overall look of the vehicle, for sure. And it's just a common practice that we've done. Uh, it's just uh, it's just the way we are. Yeah. It's just part of the nature, which is why it was so interesting when I heard about, Ashley, when I heard about your dad's idea and what he was doing, that it's not just a cover-up, but it actually is restoring and removing oxidation yeah. and then leaving a protectant. That's when we're into the, you know, that stuff, you know, the cover up the detail you're doing now, the cover up detail you're doing now with the dressings. And so it's more for express detailing. You're not, it's just, you know, low end detailing, but for the more high end restoration, pain correction stuff, that's when we're using solutions finish and actually removing all the dirt, not covering up. So yeah. Let me, let me preface that. What about carbon dye? Do you get into carbon dyes? Uh, only at the uh, car wash we used to do that. No, I don't. <laughs> so Marty would come out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, can I? <laughs> <laughs> what color is this? Uh, so, but you gotta tell him why. Okay, so I don't know if I could or not. So Marty's colorblind. It's not a disability. Everybody always like. <laughs> it's a, oh, I'm so, so sorry. Marty's, you're colorblind. Marty has like, a, a handicap parking. Yeah, like fuck you guys because he's colorblind. <laughs> no, but he he. I used, okay, so I used to work for Marty at a car wash and detail shop, and uh, we used to do a lot of carpet dye. Well, he's colorblind, so he'd come out and say, "Hey, man, like, what's this?" <laughs> It's just look good. I'm like, oh, dude, that's that's that's. And they would be a completely different color sometimes. Like, oh no. I, there was one time I was like, okay, I'm fucking done. Like, I am never dying a carpet again. Like, you guys are in charge of dying because I'd grab the complete wrong shade of khaki or something. And, he was screwing mats. And up I was messing. Right. We would have like two tone. All of a sudden, their carpet floor mats would be different colors. Why did you even try? Because fucking Thomas. You, you knew you were disabled. <laughs> Thomas would be like, here, go dye this carpet. I'm like, okay, whatever. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Oh, you were the boss. Yeah, well, you thought wrong. Here's one uh, that we haven't talked about, but is very common. What about a – Ashley, are you with us? I am, did, yeah. Did we bore you with all this detail talk? <laughs> I'm learning. They You're learning? They take a beer break. They take a beer break? I'm, I'm still drinking. That a girl, that a girl. Nick? Oh, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, so uh, here's a common one that we talk about silicone and fillers is polishing paint. If you're using a polish that is not body shop safe, it's got what, DJ? Silicone. It's got silicone or fillers, and that's used to mask and cover up a scratch versus removing the scratch. All right, so Ashley, can you, I mean, any info on how your product uh, does do the removal of oxidation, or is that is that a dad question? Uh, I mean, I know pretty on layman's terms that the organic oil and the carbon that we use is on a, like, virus size level that's penetrating the plastic. Um, and getting really deep into the pores to actually restore the plastic back to its original. How um, deep does it go? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I, that, that is a good question. And that would be, I think, a, more of a dad question. Um, but uh, I, I know that uh, the actual restoring of the plastic is getting deep into the plastic, not just covering and sealing it. Correct. Definitely. I like it. Hey, I got to pop another one open. We got to get the third beer, though. Are we moving on to the third? We've got to get the third beer. Did we rate? Ashley rated that beer. She already rated a five. She jumped the gun. Did you rate it, DJ? No, I have not. It's gone, though. It is. Well, yeah, that's the idea. That's I didn't idea. hope that you kept it for like, geez. Uh, I'll go with a three. You go with a three? Yeah, I like to do it better. Weird. Really? I did. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go three five. Okay. I'm gonna okay. go three five. I liked it more. I like the citrus to it. If I'm gonna drink an IPA, I like to have a little citrus to cover up that uh, bitterness. Nick, what about you, man? Yeah, I'm I'm one of those up all day. I I'm a sucker for mosaic hops. Uh, as soon as I can really differentiate the mosaic hop out of an IPA. Like I, if I can tell that, I just go with that. All right. So what is a mosaic 
hop. Mosaic hop is this one varietal of hops. So uh, hops differentiate from all around the world. You know, depending on Pacific Northwest, uh, you know where you're growing your hops and what varietals you're growing. Um, uh, hops are a, a direct cousin to cannabis, so there's a lot of different varietals of hops. <laughs> <laughs> Why did DJ's attention to all of a sudden go to the phone? <laughs> was for the CBD part. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nice. You want to talk about hops having resin, right? Those resinous things are what go into beer. That's what flavors. I mean, say, uh, did, did the, the beer go up a little bit more? <laughs> Can you cut that part out? <laughs> is, is that why, is that why they call it windows up? Like, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, you don't want to put it in a hot box though. No, cold. isn't that what you called it? In the, actually, isn't that what you said? It used to be, it, it had a different name, right? Oh shit! Uh, the original name is Hot Box. Did you say shit? There's no cussing on this. I, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna get. Uh, I've dropped the f bomb like five times, but you can't say shit. No more yeah, saying shit, Nick. The original shit. The original, the original name of Windows Up was Hot Boxed. B O X E D Hot Boxed. Uh, there is a Hot Box from uh, Oscar Blues, which is based out of uh, Colorado. Uh, but we, the original name was Hotbox, and uh, we just named it Windows Up. You know why? Why? Why the change? Uh, man, I was not with the company when that change happened. Uh, but I can assume it's just to you know make things a little more vague for the the general public. You know, so it wasn't super obvious. But you understand between you and me and. And my girl Ashley here that we we know we know what it means when it windows up. We look at each other and it's windows up. You, you you know what that means. <laughs> no, we're from Oklahoma. We don't know yeah, what you're talking about. We won't know what that means for another uh, year. So come on now. Yeah, uh, but no. But all joking aside, is that I mean, you said mosaic the the cannabis like so we actually we had a podcast on as Oklahoma was turning medical. So we had a podcast on how that changes our industry here, especially dealerships who have had such a strong stance against marijuana, against pot. Um, and so we had a, a service manager come on and talk about how their dealership's going to have to change their their model. Um, you know, so we, we've definitely been versed in it. We did a follow up episode where. Um, it's called Sunday Beer with Mason. We go into a guy that used to own a brewery, um, and and he gives us a lot of great information like you're doing because we're kind of clueless on the actual beer content part. But we talked about different ways to infuse beer. So is this it – would it and, and I, they infuse sodas and Cokes with, with pot. I would say eventually would we get a uh, – do you think we would get like a marijuana infused beer? Um, I think, honestly, dude. I mean, I can give you definitely the lowdown of what's going on out here in California. Um, you know, there are shops, you know, within a couple of miles of my house, and they have a plethora of of uh, of options you know from you're talking about beer specific or just like any any products that these guys are selling beer specifically yeah beer specifically okay um beer specifically not on the market yet in california 
I do know that Lagunitas, which is based out of uh, Petaluma, California, they're up in, up north, they have made a beer called Hi-Fi, H-I-F-I, Hi-Fi. So you want to Google that, like they've made CBD uh, beverages or beers if you want to, where the alcohol is definitely on, on the lower scale, it, like non-existent, it's low. Um, so, and do I think that that is a something that's on the horizon? I definitely think that's something that's on the horizon, man. I mean, I am I'm 35 years old. I'm creeping up on 36 years old. Um, oh I'm, man! Yeah, here I am, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I'm 40, so you're good. <laughs> yeah, no, we we had a great time in Vegas, bro. Like, you don't even know. Um, but you know, I was a cannabis user, um, more steadily cannabis user when I was 22. Um, and I, you know, and back then it was so illegal that you had to do some shady stuff to like try to make a deal get down. Like you, you fast forward 15 years, uh, you know, it, it's different these days. So I, I definitely feel like the beverage industry is somewhere where it's going it, to, it's going to go towards. Uh, yeah, so we could. De- I mean, definitely in the future, I think it's something that uh, that is a possibility. Um, so let's crack open this third beer. Um, it's a. Uh, this is the double IPA, West Coast IPA, and Ashley. I think didn't um, somebody somebody commented in on uh, Instagram about this beer. That's their like go to beer. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, definitely. Do you know where they're from? Well, that's you putting me on the spot, and rightfully so. Good job. She was in the same, same thread, though. Yeah, I think you – did you comment on that? Yeah, she did. I, I think I might have just liked it, but I don't know if you know your audience, and it's like it's coming from outside of California. Uh, that's kind of more what I was asking. No, he's definitely a California guy. Um, okay. It's my bad that uh, – and you're going to call me out. I like it, so I'm going to – He's I am going to have to go right check it out, but so tell us, tell us about this beer, Nick. Oh, we're on the West Coast IPA, so we're a, uh, on a double IPA, uh, yeah, double IPA with green flash, um, eight one eight point one percent, ninety five IBUs. You have a whoa. So the other one was forties, and this is ninety five. Oh yeah, it's ninety five for sure. Wow, so it's it's definitely going to have some hop to it. It does, but I mean, honestly, you know, I mean, the past. So I've been with I've been with this company for the past three months, and honestly, like my uh, the what I have come to find is that you know, like I I sample people on some of our single IPAs, and Cheers, I get to the double IPA, West Coast IPA, the scene, such a a heavy hitter at 90 at 95 IBUs and 8.1%. And I honestly, I'll give a sample to someone and they, they, they just love it, dude. It's like, Hey, do I, it was a little hobby. Um, you know, windows up little hobby, you know, they kind of get through the gambit. It's like the single IPAs. And then they get to the double IPA of West coast. And it's just, you know what? I, I get it. It's, it is 8.1. It is 95 IBUs. But you're featuring Simcoe, Columbus, Cascades, Centennial, and Citra Hops, and it just—it's smooth. It's smooth. It's smooth. Yeah. I was anticipating like an overly bitter, 
but it's it's actually smooth. Yeah. I think you're right. The non-IPA likers, I, drinkers like the double IPAs more. This is but so they good. shouldn't because of the high, the high. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's the high IBUs that they shouldn't like it because that makes it hoppy. So anyway, so uh, Ashley, I found him, Henry Ocampo from Two Clean Ocampo. He, he's a, yeah, he's from uh, San Diego. He's from San Diego. So. Oh, okay, cool. He's local. Yeah, he's local. He's that's why. That's why he likes it. The brewery better than I do. <laughs> maybe, maybe. All right, so uh, this is definitely a different beer, but it's pretty good. Hey, so. Ashley, um, we wanted to talk briefly. Do you? I know that you guys, and you know, if, if once again, if it's beyond your scope, can you tell us about? I think your dad was coming out with a preservation for bumpers, something that's a little bit more than just regular solution finish. Because you know, I, I know there's different uh, coating companies that have come out with protectants and you know, plastic coating products. Is that in your guys' uh, realm? Isn't that something that you guys are coming out with or, you know, any info? Uh, yeah, we're actually really excited that we're going to be launching our over-the-top plastic sealer at the beginning of the year. So that's going to be our, our next product in our line of three. So we've got Solution Finish. We have Fusion Gray. And now we'll have over-the-top plastic sealer that is designed to lock in Solution Finish. Uh, the appearance and durability of the plastic, but it's also perfect for new plastics. People ask us all the time if they can use solution finish on new plastic. Um, it hasn't had that chance to oxidize, but over the top, it's going to be that sunscreen for your plastic, for the new plastic. Nice. How long do you guys have a estimate on how long it lasts? Uh, how long does it last? I mean... Our, our national average, my dad said six months. Um, it with, with the over the top, uh, I think that we can push it back um, like eight months to a year. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, and so then it's just going to give that really like that nice, clean, dry appearance, that durability that the plastic needs, that sunscreen for the part. Okay. So let's talk about the application of solution finish. So DJ, I know you've used it. Um, give us some tips, tricks, you know, what detailers should do, shouldn't do, all that when applying solution finish to a bumper. Uh, in, in my experience, you make sure the bumper is completely clean um, and you don't need much. I mean, And what does that mean? Like completely clean. Like Com completely clean. Scrubbed, you know, yes, should they just wash? No, I'm being like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> do they just need to, Whoa. like, wash the bumper the or should they, like, of, scrub it? Coming out of Marty right now. I think the reason why it's going to, I'm checking you is because Whoa. I know Mr. West would tell you to put down an alcohol bath before. I, I'm assuming I'm speaking to a bunch of detailers who understand they might not. detailing and they understand that when you're applying <laughs> any type of uh, semi-permanent coating, um, some might call it, that you need to clean it with alcohol. I mean, you strip all the uh, oils off of it, anything that's on there. You want to make sure it's completely clean, dry. That way when you apply the actual uh, solutions finish, plastic restore, that it adheres to the plastic and does its job. Thank you. That's a much you're, better, you're very that's a welcome. Much better de de description. De 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 you're very welcome. 
And, and what are some other things that people should know? Um, have you had any issues when applying? Is there something that some guys should look out for, or is it just wipe on, wipe off? What's the technique? Uh, really, no technique. We just apply it. Uh, just like I said, you don't need too much product at all. You just wipe it on evenly. You wipe it on with a applicator pad. We use an applicator. Towel. We, use a, we use a microfiber ap applicator pad. Just pour it straight on the applicator, rub it in. Yep. You like rubbing it out or rubbing it in? I like putting the uh, solutions finished plastic sort on plastics that my clients. <laughs> Does it rub that? I thought, I, thought it's, I thought it's meant to stay on the plastic of the vehicles. It's it's meant to, you know, hey. rub out and penetrate. Okay. That's that's what we heard from is it the professionals. Moist? Is it moist when it goes on there? No. No moist? Definitely not. All right, let's rate this beer before we get out of control. We're embarrassing the California customers that we have on. Or You're embarrassing me, Marty. I'm embarrassing you? Yeah. Why? Because I'm really close to you all of a sudden? All right, rate us a beer, DJ. Uh, this is a four. That's a four. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I knew you'd like the double. Yeah, that's great. I like it a lot. What do you like about it? Uh, it's heavier. It's that body. Yeah. It's that malt. Yeah, that's it. All those. It bounces out that, that bitterness. But you get that ABV that you like. That's why I like what she said. Is that's why I like it. <laughs> that's exactly why I like it. Uh, I thought I was a salesman. <laughs> right. Well, but I guess uh, Ashley, you do you get that from uh, working the uh, the tap rooms? Uh, yeah. I mean, I along with being a beer connoisseur and lover myself, I you know I I learned the vocabulary from working tap, tap rooms and learned to talk about the beer that I like in the way that I like it. But I mean, like I said, there's no wrong answer. You can say just about anything that you are tasting or picking up with the beer. And I think that that's kind of what's fun and creative about it. But um, uh, yeah, you know, five years of working in the industry has made my drinking problem a hobby. <laughs> Your drinking a, problem. It's not a problem anymore at that point. It's you just know, what you the do. The craft industry has made this. You know, <laughs> have made us creative drinkers. It's not an issue. Don't ask me. <laughs> okay, we won't. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna go backwards a little bit. I like the other one a lot more because of the uh, uh, that CBD okay. that he talked about. Um, the citrus hops, I think, is what he said. Right, Nick? Go team. Um, I'm going to go backwards on this one and go a little bit more like a two. This is, this is a little bit more like a regular IPA that I'm not a huge fan of. Hmm. That's okay. I think you like the Citra Hops. There's no wrong answer. There's no wrong answer. There is no wrong answer. All right. What are you rating it? Me? Yes, ma'am. Uh, I'm going to go with the four with DJ. I like it. Oh. I like it. Um, it's not my favorite. I would wouldn't mind picking it up at the store, though. Cool, Nick. This is on the two west. No, we're on we're on west coast. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> nicely done. Nicely done. Hey, it's been a long day for Nick. It's been a I long day. Nick just walked in the door. He's yeah. good. He's good. Yeah. 
definitely five years ahead of you. Uh, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Good, good. All right, so Ashley, did you come up with your uh, tab out question? Throw this out to Nick since he doesn't know anything about it. Sweet. Uh, Nicely done. That was really good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're talking. She literally just. Yeah, she's literally <laughs> on the spot. Keep I going, like yeah. it. Uh, we're, we're, I don't know about this. He's five years in. He's perfect for uh-huh. this. We're, cl- we're closing our tab and we're going to have one off the collar question for our audience or for the guys. No, you're the one that's got to come up with the question. She, she's, she's put it on you. Yeah, you're five years ahead of us, so you should have plenty of questions by now. You could yeah. not ask for a more no, perfect question like, than somebody that? that's tipsy and tabbing out. I love it, Nick. That's awesome, man. DJ, what inspired you to get involved in this industry? So I worked – so I lived next to a car wash, right? And I needed to get my first – well, my first real job. And everything around me was fast food. And I said, I hey, there's no effing way I'm working at a fast food place at all. It's just not going to happen. So the closest place I can go to on my bike was a car wash and detail shop, and that's where I went. And from then, I have not escaped this industry at all. The rest is history. So you were 15 or, or? I was, so I didn't have, I didn't have a license yet. So yeah, I must have been 14 and a half, 15 years old. I think I lied about my age on my um, application to get a job because it'd be 15 years old to work there or 16. So I definitely lied. I was way younger than I was. Yeah. For me, I was sitting at a restaurant with a buddy complaining about my life, and he said, why don't you get a power washer and clean cars? And he wiped his tears and went and did it. Pretty much. <laughs> I quit my job and started being a, um, one of those mobile detailers, just a mobile detailer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's too funny. Hey, great question, and uh, we'd love anybody else's input. What inspired you to get into the industry? Great job, Nick. Nicely done. Good job, Nick. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Yeah. All right. So give us your social media handles. Where can people find you? Okay. So you can get all of your information about Solution Finish at solutionfinish.com. Instagram, Facebook? Uh, yes. Yes and yes. Um, I would say, I mean, go directly to our website for all of the direct information and how you can get our product. Um, I mean, like you guys know that my dad is very big, so I don't want to necessarily send everybody to his page, but (laughs) he got cut off. Dad got cut off from social media. Go to the website. (laughs) 
bigger than our our company. I mean, I don't I don't know if you realize this, that it, it, it's that personal it, branding. No, it's perfect. People associate it. people associate him, and they will they will deal with him. No, I think it's great. You have your own personal brand, the way he does it, and you've got a website. That's awesome. That's why he won't shave the beard. And he shouldn't. That's his, like, <laughs> that's his, like. My life goal is to see his eyes. I just want to see him one time. True. My life goal, True. like, if I, if I can. I have, a, I have quite a few funny stories about that. But, yeah, um, you know. All right, DJ, so what. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Do what? Yeah, there's very few people out there that actually get to see him like that without his glasses on, whether it's day or night or inside or outside or, you know, that's – my dad is – it's his brand. That's for sure. Okay. Okay. A, a beard like that is a big deal. Um, DJ. Yo. Social media handle for you. At DJ Patterson or at Eco Green MD. DJ, is your ultimate goal in life – if you can't have a beard like his or see his eye, wait, that might be your tab out question. What's up? Yeah. Are you putting words in my mouth? No. <laughs> You're the one that said you want to see Chris's eyes. I would love to. Tell us more about that, DJ. Why do you want to look deep into well, Chris's eyes? See, um, I've had five beers, right? <laughs> <laughs> and there's this guy across the room with a long beard. A little rough around the edges, but I, I kind of like that. I've been, been bored in life lately, and I just, just want to see what's under his eyes, under his glasses. Hey, you know, hey, Nick's got a beard. Nick's got a beard, but Nick's beard isn't as mature as Chris's beard. Oh, you like the grayness. I like the, the wisdom. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well. Hey, Nick, man. I'm pretty sure Nick's beard's taken. Oh, that's true. Well, maybe Chris's is, too. Maybe, but I don't know that. Oh. True, true. Hey, guys, thank you so much for coming on. Um, Nick, do you want to give any shout-out to the breweries, like uh, where they can find on social, where somebody can find out about these breweries? Well, I think you guys are a little more Midwest, so, I mean, I would, I'd like to give a little shout-out to Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, we have a Green Flash Brewing uh, brewery out there and tasting room. So I, I think that might bring a little more home uh, to your crowd in, in that kind of like Midwest uh, kind of like uh, realm. Other than that, I mean, we're based out of San Diego. So uh, between Green Flash and Alpine, both in San Diego, just kind of resurgence and uh, you know, a lot of great beers out there. But, uh, you, you know, that's, uh, that's probably the main thing I'd say. If, if you're getting over in Lincoln, Nebraska, we got some stuff out there. But we're we're uh, moving across the country right now. That's fine. Our listeners are from all over, so I'm sure. No, nope, they're only, only, no, only in the Midwest. Yeah. We're just detailers in the Midwest. We're just mobile detailers. We got about ten listeners here in the, in the Midwest. Detailers. Just mobile detailers. <laughs> I mean, you set it up yeah, you set it there. up, Ashley. That was all we're, you. We're going to say that for years. My, my, <laughs> my pride has been crushed for the past forty-five minutes. I mean. I, I'm going to rethink my career. Don't apologize. No, it's fine. Uh, I mean, I'm just a detailer. It's just a mobile You're not feelings. even a detailer. Uh, yeah. You're That's just so a mobile detailer. Just detailers don't even have feelings. That's fine. <laughs> she got her award. Uh, <laughs> she got her award. <laughs> that's good. Oh, that's great. All right, I'll hey, own it. 
At least you, you're not a mobile you tech. You just gotta own it. Good thing you're not a mobile tech this year, because then people might be wearing shirts that say I'm just, just a detailer. A de- just, just a mobile, a mobile detailer. Just a, you know what? If you were gonna be there, I'd see I might get one made just for her. I think we should. I think we should. Just I'm just a mobile detailer. Just a mobile detailer. Quote unquote Ashley West. I might make a shirt. I might <laughs> I, I might so <laughs> <laughs> it's done. It's done. It's hey, done. speaking of mobile tech. Speaking of mobile tech, DJ. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. But we had such a great time at the SEMA pint night. Way beyond expectations of how many people showed up. Yeah. Not alone just the amount, but also the quality. Like who Midwest showed guys. up was – no, it was just people from Nebraska Midwest. and Midwest. Oklahoma yeah. and Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we had a great time. There was a great turnout. And just so, a bunch of detailers. Mobile. Yeah. Just a bunch of mobile tech. <laughs> um, we are going to do pint night round two at Mobile Tech, and um, they're at the Westgate Hotel where everybody's staying at. There's a sports bar, and from eight to eleven o'clock. Ooh. Yeah, we've got three kegs Extra hours. from uh, Orlando Brewery. Um, Nick, any any uh, info on them? Have you ever had a What's Orlando? Scoot, Nick, yeah, you got any info on them? Uh, he's feeding his dog. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Nick has checked out. Nick said, screw you guys. I'm going to go feed the dog. Anyway, we no, are I've going. I haven't heard of those breweries before. You said Orlando Brewing? Yeah, Orlando Brewery. Yeah, that's, uh, they're going to do a, we're going to, we're going to have a, uh, a representative there handing out swag. We're going to have the IPA. We're going to have the blonde. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the blonde. Definitely, definitely a fan of blondes. And blonde then we are also going to have just their regular uh, ale. Just their, um, I guess it's just like. Do what? Just an ale. Just an well, ale. Yeah. Better than being just a mobile detailer. I'd be just an ale than a mobile detailer. Right. Uh, I definitely, you know, where I'm at, I definitely like a, a lower ABV beer myself, something, you know, below the 5%. Uh, but other than that, like I hope you enjoy those beers, but I, I'm not familiar with that brewery myself. No, me neither. But we're super excited about they're going to be out there, and uh, it's going to be a big fun event. Um, and then that leads to uh, Mobile Tech in September. Maybe we'll have a uh, round three at Mobile Tech in September. We don't know. But hey, guys, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate you guys coming on, Ashley. We love. Uh, Giving you a hard time on the uh, just a mobile detailer. It will continue on for ages. It's going to live. It's going to live. Nick, thank you for all your input, man. I really appreciate uh, what you put into it. Thank you so much. Of course. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thanks, DJ, Marshall. Yeah, you're welcome. Hey. Hope you have a great night. Yeah, good night, guys. Cheers. Cheers.